Hello and welcome to Bill Stern's Sports Newsreel from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel with Basil Rathbone pinch hitting for Bill Stern. Colgate Shave Cream and Bill Stern is far away. This is his vacation time to rest and play. For tonight while he's away to take his place, we're glad to say we'll bring you Basil Rathbone now. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, Bill Stern is on his annual summer vacation, and while Bill is away, Colgate Shave Cream is proud to present four distinguished motion picture stars. Tonight, transcribed, you'll hear Basil Rathbone. Next week, Boris Karloff, and finally, two weeks from tonight, you'll hear Frederick March. And here, in person, is the distinguished star of stage, screen, and radio, Mr. Basil Rathbone. Thank you, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Basil Rathbone. I've just finished playing on Broadway in Shakespeare's Julius Caesar. And as I'm an Englishman and by profession an actor, I'd like to tell you a story tonight about another Englishman who was also an actor. An actor who, believe it or not, once had a boxing match with a bear. In a moment, I'll tell you this amazing story of one of the strangest actors in the history of show business. But first, here's a word from Colgate. Fellas, what's your shaving problem? Tough beard, tender skin? Whatever it is, we say you can get a close, clean shave that's truly comfortable by using Colgate Brushless Shaving Cream. And we not only promise it, we guarantee it. Yes, sir, there's one buck cash says Colgate Brushless wins you in a flash. Try it and you'll discover this. Because it's light and fine textured, Colgate Brushless completely surrounds, softens, and supports each bristle better than greasy, heavy creams. No matting down, no clogging. Your razor doesn't skid or skip when you use Colgate Brushless but cuts through clean and smooth. See for yourself how that light, fine texture of Colgate Brushless solves tough beard and tender skin problems. Notice how easily your razor takes your whiskers the first time over and feel how soft, smooth, and refreshed your face feels after the shave. Man, Colgate Brushless gives you the kind of shave you've dreamed about. Try it for a week on this swell proposition. If one week's use doesn't convince you Colgate Brushless is the ideal shave, 
Just mail the carton top from your large or giant-sized tuba jar to Bill Stern, care of Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey. You'll get $1 pronto. Fair enough? Remember, there's one buck cash, says Colgate Brushless, wins you in a flash. And now, here again is Basil Rathbone. Now let's begin our story of this amazing actor, a young man named Herbert Blythe. <laughs> One hot summer afternoon in 1876, this young English actor named Herbert Blythe, wearing a monocle and a tall silk hat, dropped into the bar of the old Hoffman House in New York. As the other customers gaped in astonishment at the sight of this dandy, the young Englishman strolled casually to the bar and ordered from the bartender, the whiskey and soda, please, without ice. Uh, the uh, gay young blade standing around the bar laughed. <laughs> to see this tall young Englishman in his silk hat and his monocle ordering a drink without ice in his precise English accent. Then uh, one of the men standing at the bar stepped up to Herbert Blythe and said, I say, Percy, that's the bleeding English way, eh, what? <laughs> What's the matter, old chap, afraid of a little ice? <laughs> I beg your pardon, sir. I'm not afraid of a little ice, nor you. And I'll show you the English way. With that... Herbert Blythe carefully removed his silk hat, then removed his monocle, and with one blow, sent a swift right to the American's jaw, knocking him unconscious to the floor. That fight, ladies and gentlemen, was Herbert Blythe's introduction to America. But let me go back just a little way and tell you how Herbert Blythe, who was the amateur lightweight boxing champion of England, decided to become an actor. Uh, Herbert Blythe was born in India. And when he was very young, his parents knew that he would be strong and handsome when he grew up. However, Herbert's father didn't think that India was the right place to raise a son. And so when Herbert was old enough to go to school, his father sent him to Cambridge University in England, where Herbert studied law. Herbert did grow up to become a strong, handsome, brilliant young man. A young man with only two interests in life, to become a good lawyer and to become the lightweight boxing champion of England for he loved sports more than anything else in the world. Herbert was lucky too, for he realized both his ambitions. He became a lawyer, and he became the amateur lightweight boxing champion of England. And as soon as he did, he said, I'm really too lazy to be a good lawyer. I'm too lazy to work hard enough to be a professional prize fighter. You know, I think I'll be an actor. <laughs> And so Herbert Blythe decided to become an actor. And it was at that time that he left England and came to America, where he soon became a star on Broadway. After he played a show on Broadway, he often took the show on a road tour. That's why one day, when he was on the road, he found himself in the little town of Marshall, Texas. Herbert and his leading lady went into the railroad station restaurant for a cup of coffee. But no sooner had they sat down at the counter when a drunken heckler began to annoy them. Uh, for when Herbert ordered... A cup of coffee, please. Uh, the heckler immediately began to make fun of him by repeating... A cup of coffee, please. And I'd like coffee and a sandwich for the lady. And I'd like coffee and a sandwich for the lady. I beg your pardon, sir. Would you please mind your own business? I beg your pardon, sir, but I like minding your own business. <laughs> Suddenly, everybody at that restaurant was deadly silent as Herbert, his temper rising to a fighting pitch, stepped off the stool on which he was sitting and walked over to the heckler and said, Now look here, old chap. We've had about enough of this. Oh, we have, have we, Mr. Fancy Dan? 
What are you going to do about it? Sir, if I wasn't with a lady, I'd thrash you within an inch of your life. You call that theater girl a lady? And if you want to fight, come on, Percy. Despite the fact that he was with a lady, Herbert, who loved a good fight, ripped off his coat and snapped. All right, my dear fellow. Put off your juice. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You got a gun on you? Of course I don't carry a gun. Come on, let's fight. So you haven't got a gun, huh? Well, I have. Herbert stopped in his tracks. Slowly, his clenched fists dropped to his sides, for the drunken heckler was standing in the middle of the restaurant, menacing Herbert with the ugly muzzles of two heavy pistols. And then it happened. Suddenly, the drunken heckler began to fire. A shot after shot slammed across the little restaurant. Men ducked under the counter, fell onto tables, anywhere to get out of the range of those flying bullets. At the same time, Herbert grabbed the hand of his leading lady and rushed to the restaurant door. He managed to push the lady through the door to safety, and just as he was sliding through the door himself, the drunken heckler fired his last shot. The last shot that slammed into Herbert's shoulder and sent him crashing to the floor. That day, in that little Texas railroad station restaurant, Herbert was badly wounded. He was forced to return to New York immediately. However, he soon recovered, and once again he saw his name in screaming headlines. Yes, Herbert Blythe's name was continually in newspaper headlines. Not only because he was rapidly becoming America's foremost actor, but because he was continually getting into fights. And also because he kept one of the strangest collections of animals in history. You see, Herbert loved animals. He loved animals so much that at one time he said, You know, I often find that animals are better company than actors or society people. Herbert must have meant what he said because he built a farm on Staten Island, a farm on which he kept his entire menagerie of animals, a menagerie that included dogs, cats, birds, prairie dogs, weasels, coyotes, and two mountain lions. But the entire country was absolutely astonished when Herbert announced one day, I'm going to take my animals with me in a special car when I go on the road in my next play. And that's exactly what Herbert Blythe did. The next time he went out on the road with a show, he had a special car coupled to the train in which he traveled all over the country. And in that special car, he carried his entire animal farm. However, the management of Herbert show came to him and told him that he'd have to send his carload of animals back to his Staten Island farm. Herbert pleaded that he wouldn't be happy without his animals along, but the management insisted that he get rid of them. So, finally, Herbert did send all his animals back to the farm. The show continued on its travels over the United States after that, but the longer Herbert was without his collection of animals, the more lonesome he became. Until finally, when the show reached Seattle, Washington, Herbert, well, he just couldn't stand it any longer. Therefore, in the wilderness outside the city of Seattle, Herbert found a tramp who owned a bear. He paid the tramp $5 for that bear. Well, that night after the show, he called his friends the cast together and told them, Gentlemen, if you will come to my rooms this evening, I will treat you to a boxing match between myself and a live bear. Uh, probably Herbert's friends thought that he was joking when they received that invitation for the night. But uh, when they reached his rooms, they knew he wasn't joking. For there, in Herbert's rooms, was a bear. A brown bear that was as large as a man, but many times stronger than any man. 
Herbert stood up when his friends entered and then made this short announcement. My friends, my friends, you all know I like to fight and can fight. But I've never had any real competition except for that chap who shot at me in Texas. So I decided to box with this bear. Now, when I say the word begin, we will start to fight. Begin. At the word begin, Herbert began dancing around the bewildered bear and throwing punches at him. The bear stood in the center of the room, narrowly watching Herbert dancing around him. Then suddenly, the bear reached out with one huge paw and grabbed at Herbert, tearing several long scratches in his shoulders. The smell of the blood suddenly changed the bear from a friendly animal into an animal mad with rage. With yells of fright, Herbert and his friends scrambled from the room and slammed the door behind them, leaving the bear locked in the room. They stood out in the hall, fearfully listening to the maddened bear smash up all the furniture in Herbert's room. But as Herbert stood in the hall listening, he smiled and said, <laughs> You know, you chaps, I think if I had gotten in one good punch, I could have knocked out that bear. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the story, the story of a handsome, brilliant, cynical, witty, charming English boxing champion who became one of the greatest actors in the history of the American stage. Yes, Herbert Blythe was a great actor, one of the greatest. He's been dead now since 1905. Maybe many of you listening to me tonight will not recall his name, but I'm sure you will know something that he left behind him. For you see, although Herbert Blythe was this great actor's real name. His stage name was Maurice Barrymore. Maurice Barrymore, who left behind him three children who went on to become the most famous acting family of all time. Three children whom you know as John, Ethel, and Lionel Barrymore, the royal family of the American theater. I'll be back in just a moment, but first here's Arthur Gary. Try Colgate Brushless Shaving Cream on this great proposition, men. There's one buck cash says Colgate Brushless wins you in a flash. Yes, you love the ease and comfort of those Colgate Brushless Shaves, and here's why. Because it's light and fine-textured, Colgate Brushless completely surrounds, softens, and supports each bristle better than greasy, heavy creams. No matting down, no clogging. Your razor doesn't skid or skip when you use Colgate Brushless but cuts through clean and smooth. That light, fine texture of Colgate Brushless Shaving Cream gives you plenty of extras, makes clean, close shaves so effortless your face doesn't feel the razor, leaves your face wonderfully smooth and wonderfully comfortable. What's more, Colgate Brushless gives great shaves even in hard or cold water. Get a large or giant-sized tube or jar of Colgate Brushless Shaving Cream and try it one week. If you're not satisfied, you get beautiful shaves Send the carton top to Bill Stern, care of Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey, and you'll get $1. You can't top that. There's one buck cash, says Colgate Brushless wins you in a flash. Now back to Basil Rathbone. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a great pleasure for me to take Bill Stern's place tonight. I hope you enjoyed my story. And I hope you'll join me next week in listening to Boris Karloff. Thank you and good night. Thank you, Basil Rathbone. Next Friday night, we'll be back, same time, same stations, when Boris Karloff will pinch hit for Bill Stern. Until then, watch for Bill on the screens of your favorite Lowe's or Associated Theaters. Now, until next Friday night, this is Arthur Gary saying good night for Bill Stern. 
Colgate Shave Cream Anderson is far away. This is his vacation time to rest and play. For next week while he's away, to take his place, we're glad to say, we'll bring you Boris Karloff. The Bill Stern Show tonight transcribed was produced by Charles Kebby and came to you from New York. Lawrence Melchior sings with the NBC Summer Symphony, Sunday on NBC. Mm-hmm.